0: Hey Madren,
1: <laughs> Hi.
0: Welcome, yes. to, welcome to episode 17 of Monstrology. Can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Great. So we've confirmed that the microphones are in fact working and this is episode 17 of Monstrology. I have, as always, an important question to start with, which is, will you eat raw fish?
2: Yeah. Like sushi. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is there any sort of like seafood that you won't eat?
2: Mm, it's not that I won't eat it, but I'm not, I I'm like one of the rare people who's not really into lobster or crab. Like I feel like no. it's just, it's too much work. And really at the end of the day, what you really like is the melted butter. It's not For that sure. you think that lobster is that great it's that you love dipping it in melted butter. So I think yeah. it's just, it's too much work to get in there and get, get the meaty parts. And then you just end up slathering it in butter.
0: I have that feeling about uh, corn on the cob.
2: Uh, It's a lot of
0: effort for corn. It's just a Um, personal opinion.
2: (laughs) You know, I hear why you're saying that. I am a big (laughs) corn on the cob fan. I think it's because I am a uh, expat from Tecumseh. Uh And that is the main industry. Believe me, I've had like farm
0: corn. It's delicious, but it's the like getting it stuck in my teeth that I do yeah, not Yeah, like. no
2: no, my brother-in-law is the same way too. Mm-hmm. Like we'll we'll go and buy farm like roadside stand corn and my mom and my sister will spend all, you know, making up a huge barbecue and everything and they'll make the corn and so mm-hmm. while the rest of us are eating it off the cob, he's carefully cutting all of mm-hmm. the corn. I, don't know. I just feel like I have a I have a
0: knife, you know, I could use a knife.
2: Yeah, no, I get um, it. I get it
0: yeah anyway my <laughs> back to seafood i feel like i generally have difficulty eating anything if it has a face that's like my rule it's not so much that they can't have it it's like i don't want it looking at me while i also eat it. oh
2: you and mean like okay. you're okay if it originally had a face and so you just don't yeah. want to see it while you're eating it
0: yeah exactly
2: oh, it's okay. not so much okay. an
0: empathized thing it's just like uh, i don't like the idea of it looking at me you no, know
2: yeah i hear that i hear that yeah.
0: Well, anyway, it's good uh, to know that we don't have an issue eating fish because I assume that today's monster has no issue eating humans. (laughs) I don't know that for certain, but I think it's very possible and it's good to see that it can go both ways. And that's totally fair because today's monster is Sirens. As I mentioned before the podcast started, uh, I am avoiding the impulse now to create a flam, 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 or whoop, whoop siren sound, uh, as Masha had hoped I would. I know, as we
2: were doing, <laughs> we were prepping for this episode, and I was like, you're going to open the episode with doing an impression of an ambulance, right? And he was like, what? No. <laughs> and, but to me, I was like, well, of course he's going to do a siren impression. And Will's Mm -hmm. like, no, I'm not in any way going to do that. And now I'm really disappointed.
0: It's too late, maybe next time. Maybe next time for the other monster, I'll start with the siren, Uh, just to keep you on your toes. So the English word siren, I feel like I'm starting with dictionary definition says, but it is useful. (laughs) Oxford Um, English
2: dictionary says.
0: Obviously is a noise making device, (laughs) uh, but also then the monster siren uh, is connecting two kind of um, Greek words, which is sira, like rope and cord. And I think ero is a pronunciation of to tie, join, fasten, um, meaning like binder and tangler. And both of those words seem to very much meld together to the idea of a siren as one who binds or entangles through magic song. So I think I like seeing the origin of the word because it really goes pretty far back. Um, but basically, uh, the sirens, for the context of the way that we're using them today, no matter what they look like, are uh, a set of sea nymphs of some kind who, by using their sweet melodic songs, uh, lure mariners or sailors, or I suppose people of the land, uh, into destruction uh, on the rocks. Sometimes they have a little island Um And it's often, um, if you go back far enough, it's male and female, but it's really been female for quite a long time. That's regarded as like irresistibly alluring, whether that's like in a supernatural way or otherwise. Um, There is, as we kind of talk about different versions of them, two main images that I can see for sirens. The original Greek one is kind of more bird-like where they had bird heads, human body and scaled feet, which was a bit of a surprise to me when I started going back through the art and the origin because the other one, the more primary thing that I think we imagine for sirens, is uh, like the mermaid style, which mm-hmm. became popular in the Middle Ages.
2: Yeah. Um, When I started looking into this and I saw all of these Greek carvings that they're basically, they look like sparrows, but with women's heads. mm -hmm. Uh, And I was like that, what, that's not a siren. That's not what that looks like. But yeah, the more I dig into it, I guess that really is kind of the more original idea of what they look like. But I mean, it makes sense that they evolved into being part fish women Mm -hmm. creatures as well, too, because they are so famous for specifically being on these very tiny islands, these very rocky islands, luring sailors out to their their rocks to be you know smashed onto bits and being shipwrecked there, right? So like it, it makes more sense that it's a part fish creature than a part bird creature. Mm-hmm.
0: It's funny that this particular monster seems to have a bit of like not overlap but bleed into mermaids and bleed into harpies. like it, it, yes. all of these three things have been, kind of images that have morphed around. Um, yeah, think- like in
2: my in my mind, sirens are kind of a type of mermaid. And the thing that delineates them as sirens is that they are the ones who purposely sing this beautiful, mm-hmm. irresistible song that makes sailors crash into rocks.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the difference that I had, which is basically the same thing, is just that they're predatory. Like the- mermaids are generally... Right half fish half human but it, it says nothing about their personality usually they're a lot warmer or safer um like, not necessarily but there's nothing about them that's dangerous inherently whereas sirens are kind of predatory killers that um, seduce people with their song or their bodies or whichever yeah like, it's like not a, it's all a personality roommates- type almost
2: yeah, not all mermaids are out to kill mankind, but all sirens are out to kill mankind.
0: <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not every day. I guess we'll find out later. Well, like we it's it, but like it's
2: like it's their it's their raison d'être. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, it's part of what makes them them. Um it's funny too, like obviously I'm going to get into a little bit of the Greek history of this, but sirens don't seem to like exist in major packs. Like you don't get 30 sirens. I found that you get groups of two, three, or four, and I found one evidence of eight. Right, yeah, I was just like- Mostly three.
2: Mostly threes, yep. And then, yeah, like you said, there was only one instance where there were eight. Mm -hmm. And then wasn't it, I think in the Odyssey, Homer says there were two. I think you're right. Yeah.
0: I, for the- the sheer amusement and uh struggle of it uh we have written down every name and i shall now yeah. attempt <laughs> okay everyone i hope all, ever, all of our
2: listeners are sitting down <laughs> <laughs> will Any is about to attempt eight ancient greek names
0: oh there's more because the thing is i i tried to there's a lot of them where like <laughs> one author decided it was this but then another one changed like three letters of the name to make it something else I mean, we do this okay, in a contemporary well, the, way. The, uh,
2: well, uh, the the podcast is only so long, right? So, like, let's not spend half an well, okay. hour trying well, just do to it say real fast all these. Here. All right.
0: Hmm. Th- these are the variations of siren names. <laughs> do with this information what you will. There's Thelsexpia, Thelkyope, Thelino. I assume those are all similar, but not the same. Molp, Hammerope, Aleophonos. Agliope, Agliophem, Pisano, Pisano, Pisintho, Parthenope, Legia, Leucosia, Radney, and Tellus. I find it interesting because it's obviously some of them are different, but many of them are like four versions of the same name. <laughs> um,
2: oh, it was fun to hear you say,
0: Thel- <laughs> i don't <laughs> think it's correct
2: no um yeah um uh, well, we'll uh, to ask our guest how look, you if pronounce
0: any, yeah if there's any uh, uh out there and i have butchered your name uh, please uh, let me know how it's meant to be said please let
2: us know how to actually pronounce your name yes
0: yeah um but I think this this stems back again from the fact that there's multiple myths, multiple writers, and they're reinterpreting in the same way that you know Shakespeare reinterpreted myths, and then in contemporary times we've reinterpreted those, or even when you think about like procedural television shows or the X Files, that's reinterpreting myths into common names. Like there's little homages, and I think all we're seeing is the ripple of the same names through history. Um, So here's a couple different myths and origins for sirens. The first is that they're companions of Persephone, who, if anybody remembers from a previous episode, is the daughter of (laughs) Zeus and uh, Demeter and is the queen of the underworld. The second uh, kind of myth and origin is that um, Hera, queen of the gods, persuaded the sirens to enter a singing contest with the muses. But the muses won the competition and plucked out all of the siren's feathers and made crowns out of them. And out of their anguish from losing the competition, the sirens turned white and fell into the sea at Eptera, which is featherless, means featherless, uh, where they formed the islands uh, in the bay that were called the Lukai. So I think that's That's quite
2: the flex, right? Like you win a contest and instead of being like, oh yeah, I won, and like you have to be a total sore winner, you you pluck out all of the feathers of your opponent. That just seems
0: like it wasn't even their idea. Like it was Hera's idea the queen of the ah. gods that that persuaded him to to do this thing and take a big old swing and go up against the muses and then they lost and got turned into these well like of-
2: okay they're shooting your shot and if you lose that's fine that's respectable you know you you, you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take but mm-hmm. then to have all of your feathers plucked out just because you lost a singing contest like yeah. i used to sing competitively as a teenager and that really would have right put me off yeah
0: I mean, on American Idol, we don't, you know, yeah. pull out every strand of hair after they've lost. I think they just get made fun of by the general public, which is its own kind of poor thing. I don't love reality yeah, TV for like
2: one week, and then everyone forgets about it, and it's yeah. fine.
0: Anyway, so there's that option. The singing, <laughs> there's the singing contest <laughs> version of uh, sirens, um, but the most common, I think, appearance of the siren. In uh, Greek history, is in the Odyssey, which we're not going to get into all of the Odyssey. But essentially, uh, Odysseus was uh, curious as to what the Sirens sang to him, and so on the advice of Circe, he had all of his sailors plug um, their ears on the trip with beers, uh, with bees, <laughs> beers wax, bees beeswax, beeswax, and tie him to the mast. And he said, like, no matter what, no matter what they do, do not let me off the mast. Um, and he heard their beautiful song, and he ordered the sailors to untie him, but they bound him tighter, and when they finally passed out of earshot, Odysseus demonstrated, um, you know, what had occurred, and that he should not have been let free. Um, but there's also some people say that if the sirens, like, fail to l- lure someone in, that they could die by flinging themselves into the water. Like, the, right. the stakes yeah, like it was are very almost part high. of.
2: Yeah, it was almost kind of like part of their curse of mm-hmm. being sirens was that they had to try like every time they saw a ship going by, they had to sing to make it ship to wreck itself. But then if they somehow failed, that was like like that would break the curse, but they would have to be killed for it.
0: Yeah, I guess they were just again
2: like these Greeks, man. They come to play, man. There's no, there's no like, oh, okay, well, that was fun. Let's everybody go home. You know, it's you know, like life or death for a, feather plucking all around.
0: For a monster that exists to like lure uh, people to their death, I'm having a lot of empathy for them at yeah. the moment because it seems like they got a pretty raw deal here, uh, right? where they you die, lose a singing kill, contest, kill somebody or, yeah. yanks
2: all your feathers out, and then. Uh-huh. You are tasked with having to sing every time a ship comes by to make all of these people die. And then if you don't do that, you yourself have to die. Stakes are very and high And what are you going to do? Day. Move
0: move back home to the underworld? That doesn't sound too great. That doesn't either. sound better. <laughs> yeah. So all of the origins that I have here for Zirens, um are a little bit sad. But uh, look, I guess they have the right to be angry. Um, Madryn, I think you have uh, some alternate uh, uh, siren adjacent things that you think would be uh, useful for history?
2: Yes, uh, speaking of sad mythological creatures, um, in- Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) Here's a whoo, whoo. There's our siren. (laughs) Um, In Brazilian mythology, there is a character named Yara, uh, which I guess kind of means mother of the waters. Mm -hmm. Um, so she is a beautiful young woman she has long green hair uh, either light brown or copper colored skin and brown eyes and she has a tail like a freshwater river dolphin Mm. Uh, so she sounds again like this sounds very siren-y in the way that that we um that we know and she spends most of her days sitting on a rock by the river, combing her hair or like sunbathing herself. But if she feels like she senses a man around her, she sings to lure him in. And then the man would be under her spell and he would do anything and everything and leave all of his life behind just to be with her forever. But of course she lives underwater. So ultimately he would drown. But the part that I found of course, so tragic was that apparently According to the, this Brazilian folklore folklore Yara was originally, um, a young woman, uh, who was like the princess of a, an indigenous tribe okay. that was very patriarchal, but she had a very natural talent for warfare and fighting mm-hmm. and to the point where she actually was quite admired by the other people in the tribe and was quite respected by her father, who was the chief But of course, then her brothers got really jealous that this woman was a better fighter than they were. So they plotted to murder her in the middle of the night. Uh, But of course, because she was such a great fighter, she managed to defend herself and accidentally ended up killing her brothers in in defending herself from this. So then she gets found out by her father and she runs off, but she gets caught and and they punish her by drowning her in the river. Uh, and she gets saved by the nearby fish who are in the river, but that is how that she gets transformed into this kind of river woman creature. And she decides to take her revenge on all men by seducing them and drowning them in the same river that she was drowned in. Mm. That's
0: a good villain love origin that. story.
2: Right? I love it.
0: too. Plus it features fish, uh, fish as fish, heroes.
2: Fish ladies, fish yeah. ladies as heroes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, There's another one um, from chile Mm -hmm. she uh she's called pinkoya okay and again very like she has long blonde hair she's impossibly beautiful she's very cheerful and sensual um so she is the daughter of mila lobo who is the king of the sea and then a a human woman named uh She also has a sister named, uh, who is the Serena Chalota, which is a type of mermaid. And her brother is Pinkoi, which uh, this is kind of a mythology thing it is also her husband.
1: Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, and, but the three siblings lead and guide drowned sailors on this large phantom ship called the Kaleche, uh, which sails around the seas at night. And apparently, um, you can like every now and then you can hear this ship going by and there's a party on board oh, because a ghost these ship are...
0: with a party yeah Where yeah the,
2: like what... it's like a a large phantom ship
0: what so uh, the,
2: what era the myth...
0: is these dead people ghost partiers
2: i think it's i think it's now like i think oh. it's anybody who yeah anybody who draw or who drowns near this um uh, like in this area in the in the Chalotin seas, uh-huh. you can, if you are like gathered up by these three siblings, you can be put onto this like phantom party boat. <laughs> <I'd like to laughs> and think basically that... like, if you want, you can party all, all for the rest of existence. Yeah.
0: I'd like to think that it's quite the eclectic group, like people of every era, you know? Yeah. I, like it's people fun. who
2: maybe who were on like a cruise ship, but then maybe there were some fishermen who drowned and uh-huh. then maybe, Yeah. Like it's, it's a whole, basically it's like the only thing they have in common is that they drowned in this sea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then of course, because all gods have several jobs. uh, She also is in charge of whether or not there will be an abundance or a deficiency of fish during the fishing season. So she has like a specialized dance. Okay. And if she performs the dance facing the sea, that mm-hmm. means that they'll have a lot of fish. But if she dances with her back to the sea facing the mountains, mm-hmm. that means that they won't have a lot of seafood.
0: Was there any indication of what the dance looked like, Madrin? I recognize no, this is an I audio, really, uh, Yeah. Like, I really, but, you know, it was it like kind of like an upper body, uh, you know, rotating thing or, um, you know, was it like the jazz hands of rain?
2: i mean i would i would imagine it was kind of like i would like to imagine that it's kind of like the waves right like undulating like the waves there's a lot of you know wavy arm movements some like swingy hip action right yeah. i mean more so than like she like she's not she, you know she's not dancing the hokey pokey out there
0: uh-huh. i just imagine it looks like it's just flopping around like a fish um, well so, i
2: mean but she's supposed to be sensual i don't think flopping around like a fish is very sensual.
0: No as sensual fish uh.
2: <laughs> fish are many things and i have never really thought of them as sensual but then now that you say that so many half human half fish creatures are supposed to be really sensual and sexy like now that i'm thinking about it <laughs> right like sirens and mermaids and was well, an and...
0: aquaman now like just uh, jason momoa you know he's a fish man <laughs> Kind of or like
2: I'm thinking because the, the latest season of The Boys has come out. And so I've been oh, watching yeah. that. And so like I'm I'm think about how like the deep was a sex symbol.
0: Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Oh man. Ugh.
0: Well Ugh. uh this song seems like a good opportunity for me to talk about monster powers. <laughs> um, as I always like to do, just just powers that monsters might have. Um, in this one, uh, the first one is song, really great singing ability, supernaturally excellent singers. Um, and it also seems that as extension of that, there's a little bit of mind control depending on, um, like sometimes it's just, again, an implication, but sometimes it's very much like people are lured into a dream state. Like they lose their own kind of sense of choice. Um, but I think
2: we all understand the power of song. Like if you mm-hmm. hear a really compelling song oh yeah you find yourself being like or especially you know if you're walking down the street and all of a sudden you hear this really incredible music you you feel compelled to follow it or like figure out where it came from oh I want to know where that came from I gotta you know whatever right or like I'm sure we have both experienced hearing a song and just being absolutely transfixed by Oh yeah! either it's melody or the lyrics or like you have you have to stop and Mm -hmm. what you're doing and listen to this song yeah so I totally get that
0: it's going out dancing or whatever where you just you're giving into whatever it is or um that can be really exciting too um the last is just musical ability they seem to be good at like playing the guitar or the flutes or the oh
1: yes aren't
2: there some versions of the greek ones where like when you see them the sirens in threes one of them is a Singer, one of them is a lute player, and one of them is a harp player. I, I want to say,
0: I think so. I'm gonna that sounds like a thing,
2: yeah. But I they will do also specifically that I'm have
0: musical ability, <laughs> which is not just that they sing, but that they yeah, can accompany themselves, I suppose. Um, and this isn't a power, but just something I found interesting that they can be depicted as evil divas, uh, which just seems like kind of a uh, type of person, I guess. Oh. Um, We often talk about, too, uh, and sometimes I feel like I'm kind of vague about this, but, like, what the monster could represent. And I think in this case, uh, I found evidence that they symbolize temptation and desire, um, but also temptation and desire that can lead to destruction and risk. Like, they embody something where you're taking, you're making a bad impulsive choice when you go in towards the sirens, uh, they will lead to your death. Versus like right, a good yeah. impulsive choice. Well, um, and
2: especially because like part of our it's 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 a modern phrase or a modern idea that it's uh you know a person's succumbing to a siren's song or a siren's call, and we mm-hmm. all know that that is synonymous with something that seems that is so irresistible, but then with dire consequences mm-hmm. having done that thing.
0: Totally, um, and also I think it, in the medieval sense of the mermaidization of it all it also kind of became um a symbol of like sin like leading to Mm -hmm. sin you shouldn't go do the temptation of uh, being seduced by this thing in the water um yeah i don't know i find that less interesting but it's in there um great so that's the history i'm very excited to dig into pop culture but we're going to take a break first last call madrin for history of sirens
2: no, I think we should. Yeah, we should get into the. I'm. I'm quite interested to hear the things that you have found in the pop culture. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, I'll tell you about it soon. The first piece of pop culture that I thought of. Uh, also ended up being the first one that i watched to prepare um i had never seen it when it came out but it has a really great poster it's a movie called the lure have you seen it it came out in 2015 i have not heard of it it is bonkers um (laughs) it is a i don't even know how to describe it but i will try it is a polish horror dark comedy art house sex musical it is like a lot of things it's not like it's not like sex musical maybe missells it but like because there is like a fair amount of like nudity the premise is there's these two sisters that are sirens and it opens with them like walking up at shore to what seems like some sort of wedding or party and they immediately start working as dancers at like a adult dance environment and like befriend all of the people who live there or this like this old polish family and it loosely becomes kind of like a little bit of um the Little Mermaid story, but through sirens. And one of them, their names are Golden and Silver, but they're these like very like beautiful young women. Um, one of them is like quite warm and like falls in love with the, the sun that works there. And then the other one has more of like the killer tendencies and starts like picking off people in the small town. But it's shot in such a way that there's a lot of singing and it has this very like, Euro disco soundtrack. It's like very pretty and it's really fun, but it's just kind of bizarre. It's like watching a like 90 minute music video, maybe. Or like, it's a bit like Gaspar uh, No, if you've seen any of his movies. Anyway, the soundtrack is great. Um, It's really fun. There's a, oh, let me see if I can find it. It opens with a disco song and I found the song, but I didn't put it in my notes, but I did save it uh um, one <laughs> second Um, oh it's gonna drive me crazy because i'll find oh it's i feel love like the disco song oh and it okay goes, da, 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 and it's like the same chord progression but you hear it like the disco version but you also hear it through like siren sound like almost like dolphin noise the soundscape is very cool um mm. anyway Highly recommend this movie. Doesn't always work out that way, but uh, it was great. I remember you know, one other around, movie um,
2: also has a great soundtrack and features sirens is Oh Brother, Where Art Thou?
0: Oh, that was the next one on my list.
2: Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> As uh, uh, anybody who has seen it, and of course anyone who listens to this podcast knows that Will knows so much about the Odyssey. <laughs> yeah. so well, it's, I, yeah, I know like, more
0: about the Coen brothers than I do about the Odyssey. That's true,
2: yeah. It's the Coen brothers and it's kind of a like, funky retelling of the odyssey um so george clooney of course and his cohorts are uh traveling around and they come across these beautiful women who are singing by the side of the river and of course they're really drawn to them because they're these like beautiful sexy women who are they've got such beautiful singing voices and they start hanging out with them um and then of course like the the women drug them with um i think it's whiskey Mm-hmm. Uh, and end up robbing them because, like, they pass out because of the the drinking, and so of course the next morning they're like, oh these women, they they lured us in and they robbed us. They must have been sirens." Yeah,
0: but the best part <laughs> of it, do you remember this? Is so I rewatched this clip as I I saw the movie a while ago, but I wanted to rewatch this sequence. And they wake up and only two of them are there. The third one is just an empty pair of clothing. It's like John Turturro is missing, and they think that he's turned into a frog. They think that like he has like uh, I don't know metamorphosized into an animal, and they like pick up the frog, and they're like, "Oh no, come back!" They're like crawling <laughs> through the, the, the river trying to find their friend, and then later on, it comes up where they run into him. They're like, "Oh, we thought you were a frog," and then they run into him again. They're like, "Oh, we definitely didn't think you were a frog. Never mind. No, you're um, not a frog. Oh yeah.
2: Oh, that's yeah. funny. Yeah." Uh, um,
0: I don't know. I think it's extra funny that John Turturro for some reason. I, I don't know why. Um, there's another like kind of movie that seems to feature sirens, but they're very much mermaids. I haven't seen this movie because it's in the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, which I think just got ooh, worse yeah. with time. And it's in the fifth one, which is the Mermaids of Whitecap Bay. But I looked up a supercut of all of the scenes that they were in, so I could see the like whether they were in fact a mermaid or a siren. And it seems like a bit of both, but certainly there's like a lot of sequences where they're like diving them in a boat at them in a boat and clearly trying to harm them and lure them into the water. And they like they almost succumb to basically drowning. Yeah, them.
2: like aren't there scenes where where like the the sirens in Pirates of the Caribbean can actually like tear off chunks of your ship?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: yeah, they've yeah. got
2: these like super scary fang like teeth. This was in the
0: Fifth one. Of, I think on they're Stranger in an earlier Tides.
2: one too because I did not I'll, full disclosure I did not make it to a fifth Pirates of the Caribbean no, movie I, I, I think I I watched I the I
1: first trilogy
0: but even the third yeah. the, the, the second and the third were made at the same time so they weren't quite as good. The first yeah. one is great. Um, but anyway they get worse with time. So anyway okay. they're in there if you want to watch that um, <laughs> there's a TV show called Siren <laughs> Do you know about this show, Imagine?
2: I do it not. It is
0: pretty campy. I found cool. it, I think it's on Disney Plus now. There's not a lot of television shows about sirens, but there's one called Siren that had at least three seasons. I don't know if it's still going. I watched the pilot. It's quite melodramatic. Um, it's produced by like ABC, which is rebranded as something else, but it's very almost like, what if a siren Accidentally stumbled into a small town, but all of the people there were like CW network characters, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like not procedural, but you can tell that it's just like very um like it could have been supernatural or smallville or whatever. It's like trying to do that with with sirens. Um some of the like wasn't actual- it
2: ABC? What was that show that was about all of the fairy tale? characters grim no uh with um with jennifer what's her name was the lead like one one of the characters is Stiltskin, and one of them is snow white and one of them is oh yes sorry anyway i was thinking like (laughs) that show was a hit whatever i never watched it obviously Mm. (laughs) um but i think that show was on abc so it sounds like maybe they were trying to recreate that um kind of that magic
0: yeah I mean I can see how it actually would be very addictive like if you're into that once upon thing. a
2: time thank you yes that's what I was talking about
0: mm-hmm. once upon a time or <laughs> yes, once upon a was... time that's what you're thinking about <laughs>
2: no that was the name of the show that was the name I see, of the I show see, I
0: see. um yeah well now we know Um, Oh, but I did say, uh, and I realized that this is kind of a pun, but I was trying to figure out how to describe it. And it is literally a fish out of water story, which is that the, uh, you know, the siren is escaped from the water and moved into a small town. And the actual format is the fish out of water story format. So Love it. There you go. Love it. Um,
2: Uh, Did you know, you probably don't know this as a young man, But did you know that there is a clothing?
0: Thank you so much. (laughs) What?
2: Did you know that there is a clothing store called Sirens that is aimed at women? Yes. They were like the when I was a teenager and in my early 20s. And I think they have it at Tecumseh Mall. (laughs) They did have it at Tecumseh Mall. That is, yes, they absolutely did. And like they were the number one purveyor of the going out top. Like in Mm. the late 90s, early 2000s, every girl had a couple of going out tops where it was Uh like, it had sequins or it had lace or it had like, and uh, the really cool ones always had like a bias cut hem on them. Sirens was the the place to get the going out top.
0: A bias cut hem?
2: Yeah. We're like, it's shorter at one side than it is on the other. So Ah, it's like the hem is cut on a diagonal. Yeah. Very cool. This is what I'm saying. I knew that you would have no idea what I was talking about as a man.
0: Hey, you know what? I knew about the store and I knew about where it was. So (laughs) I knew a little bit. Okay. I didn't know about the cut of the shirt.
2: But like, but you, like, but you, you did not know the importance of the going out top.
0: No. Yeah. No, I did not know the importance of the, I mean, everyone has like going out
2: clothes, but. No, um, no, this was, this was a very special thing in the early yeah. like, Britney, Christina, Beyonce, they all had fancy going out tops. Mm. You paired it with your nice jeans, every you like your chunky platform shoes. And did you knows. did you do all oh, these yes. things? Oh, of course I did. Oh, was? of course. I did. Oh yes, of course, of course, of course. Yes, yeah, and they and like the best ones always had yeah either like sequins or they would have some kind of beading on the front of them um often like really strange color patterns yeah there was like the thing to have yeah oh yeah
0: i assumed when i started doing my research for sirens that they would pop up in all sorts of cartoons but not so much <laughs> i wonder if because they're like not so child friendly yeah maybe mermaids do obviously you can find so much mermaid stuff but I tried to be very like not narrow but like targeted in terms of not just doing mermaid things try to make it siren specific um there they do appear so that I'm just going out of tv into books but this also applies to movies in Peter Pan So the mermaids are mermaids in Peter Pan, but they're described as being actually quite like dangerous and destructive. They're nice to Peter Pan and I think not nice to pretty much everybody else.
2: They definitely do not like Wendy.
0: No, no, no. They do not like the kids. And I don't think they even like a lot of like the Lost Boys. Um, The quote, here's the quote from the book. The most haunting time at which to see the mermaids is at the turn of the moon when they utter strange wailing cries, but the lagoon is very dangerous for mortals then. So I like that it's Mm. actually described, The the, number one, they have wailing cries, like the sound of their voice, but also it seems like they kind of like, uh, you don't want to find the mermaids here, which I don't know why they like Peter for whatever reason, but maybe he's a special, special boy. There Um,
2: is, I know you were saying that there aren't very many uh sirens in cartoons but there is of course a marvel character oh yeah siren right yeah and i i did not know a lot about her so when i was reading it i thought it was really really interesting she is the daughter of banshee who of Mm. course has a very similar power with that like um very powerful scream so Mm -hmm. i guess the story is is that banshee went off on this secret mission and while he was away his wife had their daughter and um Then the wife was killed in an IRA bombing. This is very Irish. So then Banshee's brother adopted his daughter Uh to to raise her right but then uh then Banshee comes home and finds out that his wife has been killed and before his brother can even tell him that he has a daughter Banshee totally flips out on him about not being able to better protect the wife and like Uh ends up attacking him and and hurts him quite badly Uh and so in an act of revenge she swears that he's never going to tell Banshee that he has this daughter and so raises her to be a a villain with him Mm. Uh, and th- But then later on as an adult she finds out what her origins are and so she ends up joining the X-Men and then so for so originally she was called Siren and then after uh, in, in later iterations she takes on the moniker of Banshee which was her mm. father's name yeah. cool. But of course it's like all good super villain superhero stories it starts out with a very tragic story.
0: Yeah well it also sounds a little bit like the Sirens backstory of like coming from like a really weird crazy place but to a destructive place and um, also
2: like the folly of men mm-hmm. you know what i it's, mean like if the brothers had just theme. talked it out they just talked it out she would have had a very normal life
0: i know? will say that on the pilot of siren the television show there was another classic like uh, guy is a piece of shit so the siren just like m- murders him without a uh, moment's notice they're like in a car and you can tell he like tries to get handsy with her and then they just cut out to the car and the front of the windshield just explodes with blood, in blood. and blood oh, like- i love that and everyone's like good i mean i don't love that this trope keeps existing but at least the like result is that they die immediately <laughs> um yeah Uh, there's a bunch of good siren songs too, which is not surprising Mm -hmm. for a monster that is known for its song. Uh, the first one is, uh, uh, do you know the artist flume Madrin? I do not. Maybe not. So it's electronic musician, pretty popular flume has a new song called sirens. That's featuring an artist named, uh, Caroline Polachek off the 2022 album palaces. And it's really cool. I like it a lot. Um, Pearl Jam also has a song, yeah. Called I was sirens. gonna say,
2: I know about the Pearl Jam Sirens song, mm-hmm. though it's funny. In my first hearing of the song, I always thought that he was talking about sirens like ambulance sirens or police, or like you know, like a warning mm-hmm. cry that comes because the song is really about like being afraid of what's to come in the future and like fearing your own mortality mm-hmm. and being almost like paralyzed. With with the with not knowing what's to come kind of thing. Um, yeah. but then in thinking, yeah, and then and then in doing more research though in of sirens, the creature themselves, in thinking about you know, being lured into something because it seems so tantalizing, like I can see how it has all of these different layers to it.
0: There is another song by Tim Heidecker called Sirens of Titan. That one's more a little bit like abstract. He's still talking about sirens, but it's not. These other two are very specifically like about sirens. And the Flume song, Flume does these kind of, um, it's very much not ambient electronica, but it's like very textured. And the sound of her voice, it all sounds very much like water waves of sound. Like it's, it's very much like not just the content of the lyrics, but the song sounds like, sirens which is cool um i feel very cultured this week magic because i also studied some like art <laughs> some old uh ancient well not ancient but uh older art um there was a painting uh, in 1891 ulysses and the sirens um and this is like an oil on canvas painting in, that's currently, I think, at the National Gallery of Victoria in Australia. But this is the one with the birds with female heads, which most of the descriptions I found were about um, humans with bird heads, not birds with female heads, but a bunch of the paintings um, that I found from this era had the opposite. I wonder if maybe that's just like a, it's easier to relate to somebody with a human face, Um So I thought that was notable in terms of their half-human, half-bird hybrid. Um, And there's another one, uh, The Sirens and Ulysses, which is 1837. Um, I shall say that one's... uh, The first one was by John William Waterhouse, The Ulysses and the Sirens. The second painting, The Sirens and Ulysses, (laughs) um, which is William Eddy. This is more of like a destructive siren-like... Uh, not landscape but like scene and the sirens are not monsters they're women but they do seem to have lured the men to this boat and you can tell there's like skeletons and dead bodies like it's almost kind of gothic in that way that you can see the destruction in the background but in the um, foreground there's these like half naked women and like a skeleton you're like oh okay this is very different than the half bird people that's almost like romantic (laughs) in the way that it's presented um so if you're looking for some siren art i would recommend those two i saw i went drawn a big long list and those were the ones that i actually liked the most um funnily enough their names are just the same but opposite (laughs) and i accept um (laughs) Yeah, that's the pop culture that I've got for sirens. I mean, honestly, I'm just thrilled to meet a real siren. I feel like that's really going to tell us the truth of the situation. Uh, Not just um, something that I saw on like a television show by ABC, but, you know, the reality of the situation.
2: Um, There are, so I found, that I already knew about sirens in a video game. Mm -hmm. so there there are sirens in one of the video games that i play called sea of thieves Mm -hmm. to me i had no idea so like to me the sirens were just uh environment enemies that you would have to fight but then when i actually looked them up to to be able to talk about them tonight they have a whole huge backstory i knew nothing about
0: in sea of thieves
2: in sea of thieves yeah in the sea of thieves story sirens are merfolk who were afflicted by a sickness called the whispering plague Okay. It took away the voice of anyone who caught it. And that was absolutely catastrophic to the Mer people because they communicated through song. That's like where their culture, their history, their art, like their whole lives are part of their songs. So this illness spread very quickly. And so anybody who caught it was exiled from the folk world. And so all of these new exiled, so that's where they became, so instead of, like they were they started being called sirens were these people Mm -hmm. who had no interestingly enough people who had no voices were now being called sirens Mm -hmm. and they created their own society where there was a king and a queen the queen wanted to completely annihilate all humans she called them land walkers but the king was really more like no we should come up with a, a truce it's it you know we should just come to a peaceful agreement um And then one day the King went up to the surface and was captured by the land walkers. That's what they called them. And so he was imprisoned in the chest of everlasting sorrows, Mm -hmm. which I've never encountered in the game because it's it's very scary, but like it cries all the time and it will actually fill up your ship with uh, tears and like Mm -hmm. sink your boat. I've seen lesser versions of it anyway. So it's still in part of the story. The queen was so outraged that the King had been, uh, kidnapped that she declared uh, like revenge. like she wanted war on land walkers all the time. and this was her like oath that she was gonna take them all out. And so then she started terrorizing the merchant ships. And so that's where I guess like that's why I guess in game, all of a sudden you can have you can your ship can be completely surrounded by sirens who have the ability to actually like do a ton of damage mm. to your ship and can kill you as well too. It's and I was like <laughs> when I read all of this I just thought I had no idea they actually had a story. This is incredible.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely used to like when I think about I'm pretty sure there's some sort of version of sirens in the Witcher games and I recently played in the past year Divinity Original Sin 2 and I'm pretty sure they have a siren equivalent called shriekers that you have to kill because I, there was a bunch of shriekers around a ship that was crashed by the shore of an island, and now that I'm hearing about it, like, the video game context, but I don't usually get to see them as, like, the protagonist of their story, so that's fun, it's just to see them in their own history.
2: Well, um, and I think it's really interesting that to, for everything else that we know about sirens, their defining feature is their song, and so for the sirens of sea of thieves to be voiceless is very mm. interesting
0: there was a thing in uh the lure that film that i started talking about at the very beginning where um at a certain point one of the sirens uh is trying to be a human and they have like a pretty intense kind of uh, graphic surgery on their lower body to have their like they've got these massive kind of very fishy tails like really huge the design of it is really cool but she has like her lower body like chopped off and traded with another human and it's very clear like the other girl wants to be a mermaid and she wants to be a human but the side effect of becoming human in that way is losing your voice and because they were the singers of this kind of nightclub she also like gets loses a lot of like her power and purpose and it's it goes down a very bad path from that point but it is a part of that lore, i guess losing your voice and losing your identity and power could be attached
2: yeah and then last call i thought this was really funny when i found this there is a karaoke bar in waterloo ontario (laughs) Uh called sirens nice which i just thought was really funny is it (laughs) a dive Apparently, yes. Uh, just upon some brief Reddit comments, apparently I mean, all this the place best is karaoke terrible. bars
0: are a dive is the thing that's fun about it. Um,
1: yeah, they
2: have a well, out of 18 reviews, they have a 3.2 average rating from Google. Okay. There are some several, several negative Reddit comments about this place. I just thought it was really funny that again, this is kind of the opposite of what we know about sirens that this place is called sirens but they're calling you in with the promise of you singing oh
0: i see um
2: because it's a karaoke bar
0: Mm -hmm. and it's not just Uh? a bar that does karaoke it is specifically a karaoke bar hence that's Uh, their theme
2: yeah as far as i can tell yeah like it's called sirens restaurant and karaoke
0: Love it. Uh, Well, one day we'll have to road trip out there, but it won't be today uh, because I don't want to. We're going to take a little bit of a a break. And when we get back, uh, we're going to be joined by Legia. Now, I have not met uh, this um, siren before. We don't know anything about them, but we have a whole bunch of questions and uh, we'll be back soon with some answers. See ya. Welcome back to the show. Uh, I am uh, excited, hopefully um, not too excited. I'm trying to make sure that I, I don't fall prey uh, to our, our guest today. Do uh, you
2: have your beeswax earplugs handy? Just um, in case.
0: Well, you know, I have a lot of weird stuff at my place, monster specific. Uh, I do have kind of like a random putty that I can stuff in my ears. All right,
2: like silly um, putty.
0: No, I got it from like an insectoid creature um, a few years ago, hopefully I'm not allergic to it. Anyway, um, Ligia is here, um, well virtually for our own safety, uh, but we're being joined by Ligia. Ligia, how are you? Hello. Hi. Well, that's uh, mm. positive, I think.
3: Yeah, um, I'm doing great. How are the two of you? Oh, I'm very well. Thank you.
0: Good. I, I can't tell whether I'm excited or like unnerved, but it might be a bit of both. Where are you joining us from?
3: Oh, actually, uh, I'm just, I'm in my beach house. Oh. Um, I have a little place. We, we kind of look over some cliffs,
0: uh-huh. um, you know. And where in the world is this beach house or is it a kind of secretive spot?
3: Let's uh, let people find it on their own.
0: Okay, fair (laughs) enough. Yeah, you wouldn't be the first guest to uh, not want to disclose their location. Um, Do you have uh, some cool stuff there? I mean, it seems like you maybe have had some visitors. Um, From from what we've learned uh, as uh, research, sometimes people might mm, crash, let's say, near your beach house for whatever reason. Um, is that true? And do you get any cool stuff?
3: I mean, definitely. Um, I feel like, you know, people with their boats are not always paying attention, Mm -hmm. um, to the cliffs. So, you know, they often run amok. Um, and I mean, for a while, my sisters and I tried to start like a bed and breakfast, like, Hey, like you're going to be here, but Uh you know, I just didn't, it didn't last very long, um, great breakfast, but you know, people just didn't stay very long. So like you make a mean eggs, Benny? Oh yeah. Oh,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I would stay there.
0: Oh, is our, it, is our intern staying there? I think uh, we sent uh, Ariella and what was the the guy's name, Madrin? He was kind of um, uh, a little bit gruff. He had that, um, he had like a real man bun. What was that guy's name? The intern? Mm. Liam, I think it was. Wait, Ariel yeah. and Liam. We sent them together. They seemed keen. They seemed almost like kind of into each other. So we're like, you know, go on your little fun adventure. Uh, were they able to set up, I guess they set up your equipment Okay.
3: Yes. Uh Ariel was very helpful uh Mm -hmm. setting up all of the equipment for me. Mm -hmm. And uh yeah, Liam was uh I guess he was here. (laughs) What
2: do you say? See, this is why, see, when we were when we were finding interns to go, I said we should probably send a woman because I think that you would get along a little better. With a woman and then of course will was like well like we'll send the pair of them safety in numbers mm-hmm. and i just i wasn't <laughs> sure about it lee was really uh, excited
0: about like the, the the beach side experience you know like seeing the view from the cliff he thought it was kind of romantic but he seems maybe susceptible to um i don't know interest
3: yeah. uh no i mean I, he was here for sure uh mm-hmm delicious and uh happy to to have had him on the island mm.
0: oh so we enjoyed the food
3: the food was great great good
0: okay, well, <laughs> I'm so <glad>. um you <sighs> seem to have and and you know what this is true of all the sirens so please don't take this as a, as a knock but kind of like a mischievous energy now, is that something that you have always had? Is that something that, is there any other sirens on the island? Do they have that kind of vibe as well?
3: Um, You know, I think we're all a little bit different. My sisters, um, there are three of us and I'd say like, Thea's very, a more like g- grounded, down to earth, mm-hmm. uh, definitely like an an Alto. Okay. Um. And then P is just, uh, yeah, P just a bit calmer, mm-hmm. more like the calm C type. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Really attached. So, to do them.
2: you when you said that your your one sister is more of an alto? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, does that mean that the the three of you sing together like a singing trio, perhaps?
3: Oh, we do. Yeah, one, two, nice. three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do, you, have a do favorite... you
2: do you perform publicly, or do you just you know you sing at your beach house just for fun?
3: Yeah, it's it's more just for us. Like you know, we'll we'll go for a nice long walk on the beach, sit on the rocks, sing a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm. Nice, a very mm-hmm. nice tone of voice. I feel like that, you must be good it feels singers. very like Wilson Phillipsy to me. Like you mm-hmm. know, you and your sisters, you just go out into nature and you sing together and you harmonize. I like that oh,
3: idea. I love that wilson phillips mm, yeah. what a throwback you, they were have great. you three
0: ever considered uh entering like a singing competition just to see how you would do um
3: you know i think honestly we'd kill it
0: uh-huh, uh-huh. um but we like haven't against, done it against before. anybody
3: you think um i mean yeah yeah cool
0: i mean i think a lot of people would
3: be I like a confident
2: I like, yeah i like people who are confident in their abilities i yeah i i, I appreciate i that. think
3: uh like just like the response that we've gotten throughout the years mm-hmm. oh, has so definitely fans. um yeah like uh, lots of people um they come really to hear like, us.
0: gravitate towards you do you think or
3: i think so um you know like once they hear it they never want to stop uh-huh. um mm. just like i think we only had like one bad review to be honest
0: uh-huh. but you've never recorded an album
3: oh. It's all about the live experience, The live experience.
0: Right. It's definitely different. It's more fulfilling. Um, you know, makes you feel like you really got, um, you know, your money's worth or a meal's worth, you know, um, mm-hmm. now just because our listeners cannot see you, I'm wondering if you could just talk us a little bit through, um, some of your like, without being too graphic, anatomy, because all of our monsters are a little bit different. When we were doing our research, there was some more bird-like sirens. There was some more fish-like sirens. Um, And you seem to be a very interesting um, mix of those things.
3: Yeah, I'm not sure where like the whole concept that like mermaids and sirens were the same came from. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I definitely definitely more of a, a flying bird type. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't know if you can see, uh, my wings. I have a little bit of like a reddish tinge to my wing. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, my sister, these more like a, a, like earthy, like brown tone. And then peas has got more of like a gray. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have like a bit of a red color in mine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really don't know where that started. Cause well, like, you we're not, do
0: have a mind. bit of scales. Uh, you seem to I mean it's quite a wide frame that we've got here I can see your lower body is a bit scaly so maybe people just kind of went the other way with it maybe or or somebody just didn't get a good look at you and you know
3: that's that's possible I mean I feel like we're not the type like people like this isn't a type of island that people really leave yeah like you come here you just want to be here forever Uh um so there was no correction
0: made i suppose yeah at any point you know Mm -hmm. and if they did see you it was like from really far away otherwise they probably weren't gonna leave um which hey fair um yeah now well i was wondering if you were swimming how far down you could swim but if you can fly how high up can you fly
3: um, I mean, I wouldn't get too close to the sun, uh-huh. you know, I don't want to <laughs> fall, but, uh-huh. um, yeah, we, we have a, a pretty good range. I mean, uh, as you can see, I've got a pretty big wingspan. My uh-huh. wings have to lift like basically the same weight as, as a human body. So, you know, we're, we've got a pretty good like height when we when we get up there like to do a lot of like swooping down towards the ocean Mm, Mm -hmm. to to
0: feed Mm
3: -hmm. now
0: again I mean you've kind of gently implied it and uh you don't have to admit to eating people if you don't want to uh but what is it that you eat do you eat fish do you strictly eat um more you know garden variety humans um what is your preference or what do you need
3: you know we're we're omnivores. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, um, humans are omnivores. We're omnivores as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, um, it, we we kind of change it up depending on on our moods. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we're not vegetarians, but mm-hmm.
0: if you miss a hunt, now this might be a touchy subject too. I don't know if you used to have more sisters, and now maybe it's just the three of you. We saw some research that like imagine maybe you can clarify this as well for me, that if you don't succeed in luring to the uh, people to the island, the same people have thrown themselves on rocks, you know, to their own death, do you take it really hard if the hunt doesn't go well? Or uh, is that just uh, more nonsense?
3: I mean, I think that like, when you like succeed at something, like you're trying so hard For like, you just want to feel like you have succeeded so hard. There's no way that the other side could possibly survive.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. Um, and some of the people that have left the Island are known for like, just spinning some really interesting stories. Mm -hmm. Do not get me started on Odysseus. So, you know, they say things and then I'm like, "Mm, it's not really at all what happened, but say your truth king of Ithaca you know
0: yeah what's like a thing uh, this is a maybe a good point then if we have this opportunity to share your your side of the story from either that period of time or just like what would we have no idea about do you think what do you think hasn't made it out of the island that should make it out of the island about um either you or um sirens in general
3: um you know, there, I mean, there are three of us, Uh um, always have been. And I just feel like people really just, they just know us because we sing on some rocks. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're always
0: have been, Mm -hmm. you do not seem like you have existed for an endless period of time. You seem quite young.
3: Thank you. Uh It's, uh, you know, that happens when you're family were titans mm-hmm. but um yeah like I feel like a lot of people don't know our origin story like nobody really everyone right now is obsessed with Persephone and mm-hmm. Hades mm-hmm. and no one's even talking about the sirens mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. who are her best friends mm-hmm. us do you do you miss
2: Persephone like do you wish that you could see her if she ever came out of the underworld
3: I mean, she comes up about every six months. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, okay. And, and that's enough?
3: Yeah, I mean, we all of our lives. She, she's got a husband. She's got an underworld to take care of. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to see her when she's up above, but, you know, I get it. We've all got lives.
0: hmm Have you ever um, gotten sick from eating like a bad uh, human? I mean, we we don't have the best diets some of them i imagine mm. if they're on a boat for a long time they could have scurvy uh, or um anything.
2: Well, well scurvy isn't really a thing anymore i mean i can but, imagine you know well, a few per- hundred years ago that was more like a that was more of a problem and
3: I maybe you're dealing with kind, with of, kind, of, kind of, a,
0: of like a time like a john to see
2: human
3: mm. well i mean where we are there's a lot of islands nearby so no one's really at sea mm-hmm like, it's not like crossing the Atlantic. So oh. there would be a lot less scurvy. Um, but yeah, I think honestly, it's just the, the things that end up in the ocean. Um, like, you know, if we're going down and, and trying to grab a bite and then, ugh, like, what is this thing on the fish? Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Just really like the pollution and everything that's going on in the water. Yeah, right
0: I guess you guys don't do a lot of polluting. Do you have Wi-Fi there? Cell service, internet, technology.
3: Oh. Yep, yeah, it's. You know I mean, it's, 2022. Yeah, I it's twenty twenty two. Yeah, we've got a whole setup. Uh, uh-huh. Festus is great about setting everyone oh. up with that.
0: Uh, yeah. Do you have a favorite artist that you like to listen to
3: sing? Oh gosh, who would be my? You know what? She sings from the heart. She writes her own stuff. Mm-hmm. She's got so many albums. You know, it's got to be Taylor Swift.
0: Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Ah, Swifties. Swifties, the sirens are Swifties. Also
3: known for, uh,
2: you know, going through a lot of men. Yeah. I don't think, I don't <laughs> yeah. think that's a very I don't fair...
0: think I don't think Taylor ate them, but, but no. she certainly, um, you know, sure. got what she needed sure. from them.
2: And you know what? I'm not like I, I appreciate Taylor Swift as a human being. Like you said, she she writes a lot of music. She has a very prolific catalog. And I think she's a very smart businesswoman. I you know, her music, you know, I'm indifferent to it, but I think it is that is not a very fair brush that the media has painted her with, you know, her being a man eater. She's only like, I don't even is she even 30 yet?
3: I think so. I think she's right? like that's just over. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah right? That's, that's just, that's not very fair, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, yeah.
3: we all go through relationships. We all go through people. Sure. Um, so in, I think in our own that, way. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, really, even immortalizing them in song, she hasn't done anything that bad.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you ever, you know, you you allure a lot of men, or maybe otherwise, to the island. I don't know. And have you ever accidentally fallen for one of them? I assume most of them fall for you, as it is a special (laughs) ability that you have. But have you ever kind of hesitated to go through with what I assume is kind of an instinctual need for you?
3: Um, you know, never a human. Mm.
0: Oh, but there was a non-human?
3: But maybe
2: another species? I mean, Satyrs are really cute. Oh. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. What is it? What is it about satyrs that you find so attractive? Um, they're just,
3: they're a little gruff, uh-huh, you know. Um, just a very different. Um, but they also understand what it's like to like have all these like myths about you mm-hmm. and you know like they're not as bad as people make them out to be neither are we or at least we don't think so so yeah, yeah they're and they're very musical as well
0: that's oh, true there's a lot
2: oh, of right them that that's play true the flute. you know they like to play like pan flutes mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. did you ever do like a little duet
3: oh yeah you know you just get together everyone's jamming out at the party you know on the oh, beach you
0: have a little beach party bonfire oh,
3: yeah. all the time
0: yeah mm.
3: I mean, we have so much like wood coming from those those shipwrecks. You have yes. to get rid of it somehow.
2: Fair mm-hmm. enough. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Mm-hmm. Based on what not. Mm-hmm. Does it make a
0: big mess? Like, I feel like there's almost too much. If you would be having crashing ships on your, let's say island again, I don't know where and I'm not trying to, you know, send a little search party or anything. But if you had all this stuff constantly washing up at the shore, like how do you get rid of it all? Do so you have like a, you know, I mean, junk truck? How do you get rid of this stuff?
3: I mean, there, there's a whirlpool that's not not too far away. Okay. Um, and it does go directly to Hades. So Persephone oh. and Hades do take huh. care of that for okay. us. Okay. Do they
0: come up every six months to complain about the junk? <laughs> Is that part of the visit?
3: <laughs> I mean, she wasn't really pleased with that cruise ship, but uh-huh. what are you gonna do?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. I guess it is what it is. And you don't decide who comes by; they do. They they should not uh, send a cruise ship through this area. Surely they oh. should learn eventually. Exactly. Um, yeah. Do you ever get like a sea doo or something? Is there any everything? Is there ever been anything that crashed that you were like, "This would be fun. Let's take it out of the water."
3: Um. I. Hmm. You know. No. 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 I mean. Honestly, I mean, I like it's just you... so much more fun to fly above the water. I'm not yeah. really a big fan of like. Yeah,
0: you don't really need a around. paddle boat when you can fly, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And you don't get tired? Do you have a kind of supernatural endurance? Or do you get tired?
3: Um, I mean, we never really stray very far from the island. Mm. Um, we've kind of got everything we need here.
0: And you've never thought about relocating? You've never had any ambitions to travel?
3: not me. I mean everything just kind of comes to us, mm-hmm. which is great. Um we're very connected to the land uh and to our cliffs. So mm-hmm. no. I
2: yeah. get I get it though. It sounds like where you are is just quite idyllic. It, yeah. it would be like permanently being on a vacation. I don't think I would want to leave either. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Mm. That does sound nice. I haven't gone on vacation in a long time and I would like to go to a beach. And it does sound very relaxing.
3: Well, we would love to have you. We can open up our our bed and breakfast. Oh, you know? a bed and
0: breakfast. Well, what are the reviews like? I Adrian, uh, do you think it's better than that karaoke place?
2: Oh, it has to be. I mean, well, she said that she makes a really mean Eggs Benny. Mm-hmm. So already it sounds so much better than this karaoke mm-hmm. place. Well, I am that, definitely... ter- that got terrible reviews on Reddit.
0: I, I and... am intrigued. I also don't particularly want to die because i have some things mm. to do which makes it hard to visit um but i don't know maybe i could work out some sort of security detail
3: that well i see. mean your one intern's still here so mm-hmm. yeah i think we yeah, would have she's a great doing time great,
2: right
0: mm-hmm. yeah so i mean maybe it's just a 50 50 chance matron maybe i'm on the positive end of the 50.
2: maybe i mean i it sounds like it would be a really great time i like i like singing um i think you i maybe could like add to Mm -hmm. the the trio perhaps you know like maybe like a special guest star
0: Mm -hmm. hey we could do Mm -hmm. like a monstrology live on the island we would have to find Mm -hmm. it uh... oh you don't want to go but
2: that that's work though Will i mean we're talking about vacation we're talking about vacation here so i it sounds honestly like i would have a great
3: time on this island Mm -hmm. You would. We would love to have you here. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: thank you.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, maybe just um, when you send the intern back, uh, you can leave a little map. I won't announce, you know, where it all is. And maybe we'll do our little like a uh, monstrology summer party there. And there you um, go. yeah, could be great. It could be the end of my life, but it could be the best time of my life. So maybe I'll have to just give it a go. Um, YOLO. Oh, well, YOLO. Oh, well. It's truly uh, YOLO. Well, uh, (laughs) um, we are now at a very important uh, part uh, of our show where we uh, do pitches. Now, based off Madrin's uh, firm request, we have rebranded this segment as With My Dying Breath. Um, So Legia, this is the way that it works. Basically, if there's something that you want to tell people at home, um, you just frame it as though you are about to die. Maybe you've had a lot of experience seeing people die, so maybe you you know this with even more clarity than we do. but uh, yeah, we just talked about anything we'd like to share. Uh, we can go first. Or if you've got an idea of like what you want to share, you can share as well.
3: Oh, um, yeah, yeah, no. Um, you know, just crashing amongst the waves, hearing these, these beautiful songs. Mm-hmm. Um, if I could give you one last recommendation as I spin through the whirlpool down to hades it would be i was on twitch the other day mm-hmm. um and i saw this this twitch show which is dungeons and dragons they're playing it every week on wednesday okay and they're called dungeons and do oh. i really enjoyed it they even are they're on the ocean right now in the show
0: cool. is there anybody mm-hmm. noteworthy is there anybody that we might know in that show
3: yeah, uh, I really liked the actor that plays Mare, the orca shifter, Brianna Love. Yeah, oh, she's really fantastic. Oh, yeah, we know fantastic. her.
0: She's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we should check that out for sure. We love D&D and, and role-playing and stuff too. Well, I have a little uh, kind of monster, almost role-playing theme thing to pitch as well. Um, so let's say, you know, that... I have decided to uh, get a, a motorcycle and I am going to go uh, traveling as I'd want to travel to visit you, but unfortunately the flights didn't go through. So I went to Germany instead and I took it straight to the Autobahn and I thought I'm going to go as fast as possible. And I, I really did, but there was one, um, you know, little kid that does that thing where they stick a stick in your wheel when you're going real fast, And I don't think he really understood that if you're going down the Autobahn, he's basically issuing me a death sentence, but it's very much what happened. So he just jammed the stick, and I'm going like 300 miles per hour. And I just, I hit the ground like a a bug on a windshield, and I just completely eat it. Um, But as I'm falling, I pull out my phone and I turn and I type out www.monstervoicesgame.com because uh, there's a friend of mine, Claire Shutstone Harris, who's in a show that I'm working on that I'll talk about two weeks from now, uh, making a card game um, that features a whole bunch of Monster Voices that was recently funded and soon should be a- available for purchase through uh, Shuffleupagus Games. And then I just, just turn into just a smear of human matter, you know, but I feel good knowing that I, that I visited uh, friend's uh, ideas in the end.
2: Imagine?
3: well that sounds like a great wow. game
2: mm-hmm. yeah great game that, that actually bad yeah way to die. <laughs> really? i would really i yeah die. The, i'm super into that game the game
0: is so the game is like there's there's all these cards they're drawn there's like 300 cards in original art and you have to do the monster the voices of the monsters and they have all these kind of scenarios that you play out um it seems really cool
2: that sounds think, awesome let me know mm-hmm. when i can buy it
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i will
2: all right we'll go with a nautical theme
0: Okay.
2: So I have never taken a vacation in my entire life, and I have scrimped and I have saved, and sorry, I've given never ever. No, this is just in my fantasy. Oh,
0: okay, okay. Sorry, because we haven't. We could send you to the beach home.
2: No, I've I I Madryn have been on vacation. Before. Oh, okay. okay I'm okay, talking okay. about no. This is this is my my character fantasy. Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool.
2: And I've scrimped and I've saved every penny, and now. I'm well into my twilight years. I'm in my eighties and I finally have saved up enough money and I'm going to go on vacation. And I decide to take a cruise in the Mediterranean Mm. and we go and we, the first day is lovely and beautiful. And I'm so thrilled that I have finally taken this vacation. But then on the second day we are out at sea and a terrible storm comes in Mm. and the cruise ship crashes. Against giant rocks and splits in two, Titanic style. Mm-hmm. And that's when we find out that there are holes in the lifeboats. Oh, no. And none of us can escape the ship. And so we all end up going down with the ship. And so as I am being dragged to my watery grave, I think to myself, oh, if only I could have one last cup of delicious coffee from Ethical Bean Coffee. Oh, they are a coffee company out of Vancouver.
1: Mm.
2: They are ethically sourced beans. They are they pay like uh, more than a living wage to their employees. Huh. They have you know the kind of plasticky foily bags that most coffee beans come in. Mm -hmm. Those do not recycle for most places, but they have a program where if you, like you can collect them yourself and then you can print out a mailing label and you can mail it in and they will actually like properly recycle your bag. So they are like the most environmentally conscious, ethically conscious, like they are the nicest coffee beans that you can ever possibly Mm get. And how do Um, they taste? Delicious. I buy their beans by the case.
0: By the case. By How the big case. is the case?
2: Well, because you get free shipping if you place orders over a hundred dollars or more. So when I buy the beans, I tend to buy like 10 at a time.
0: Do they do they ship to um remote beach islands?
2: I I mean if you provided mm-hmm. an actual address, probably, I don't think you could say rocky shore with lots of shipwrecks and even then even if
0: you sent like a picture. No, I guess well, I mean, you specific... hear stories
2: of, you hear stories of people who like d- draw kind of crude maps on the fronts of envelopes in, in Iceland and they end up coming, going, you know, going to the
3: recipients. So mm-hmm. anything possible. Mean, our,
0: our interns who managed knows? to find it and they have a pretty sure,
3: that is true. That extraordinary is
0: true. ability to find things, but um,
3: they both did arrive. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, you know. They filled out the paperwork as they, as they always do. And that's all I need. To we know. are no
2: longer liable for them. It's fine.
0: No, no. They, um, they live life to their fullest and they may well continue to. Time will tell. Uh, it just depends on how many phone calls I have to make at the end of the day. Um, well, We do often also like to say if there's any last word of wisdom that you would like to share with our listeners at home, you offer a very specific uh, perspective that we really don't have ourselves on a day-to-day basis. You've lived for so long. um, You seem to have a certain wisdom. Any uh, quick tips on how to live a life?
3: Yeah, you know, I say just don't worry about the people that come into your life for a short period of time and then need to leave that's okay. Um, they were delicious anyway. Hmm.
0: Just just focus on the ones that uh, stay
3: intact. In yeah, focus on the people that really matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that is um, food for thought or thought for food. Or one of those two. I'm just fixing it up with it. It was definitely <laughs> true. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's great. Um, I'm glad um, that we were able to offer something useful for you um, through uh, this interview. I've learned a lot, um, and uh, I'm sure our listeners have as well. It was a uh, real pleasure to meet you. Uh, to our listeners, we'll be back in two weeks with a brand new monster. And until then, I hope that your monster sightings are as a uh, plentiful or unplentiful as you would like them to be, <laughs> depending on your preference. And uh, we look forward to telling you about more monstrology in two weeks. Have a nice life. Bye. <laughs> Monstrology is homegrown Canadian content, co-hosted by Will King and Madrin McCabe, edited and produced by Will King, and distributed on the Podbean platform. As a young hatchling podcast, it means a lot to us if you rate, review, and subscribe to Monstrology on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever your monsters are found.